Ryan Lavoy, Tom Peavy, and Brant Daughtry with you here today. And we're now pleased to go back to our Auburn Bank phone line and welcome in Kevin Ives at AUPPL on Twitter, Plainsman Parking Lot. Kevin, the time is always greatly appreciated. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? We are doing quite well. And uh, we saw another triumphant series this weekend for the Tigers, the long-awaited number one LSU Tigers coming into town. Uh, just before we even get into the nuts and bolts of the games, just what was those? What were the atmospheres like this weekend? I mean, it really was. It was like a regional atmosphere. I mean, it was the best atmosphere I think Auburn has had all year. The you know the opponent definitely helped. The eight o'clock game um, on Saturday definitely helped. Um, the win against South Carolina the previous weekend uh, definitely helped, and the Eagle flight on Saturday. So it was just a big deal. The huge weekend in town. You know, it's graduation and softball also in town. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was packed, uh, pretty much every night. Um, and even, you know, pretty packed on Sunday too. So, um, it was just a great baseball atmosphere and it just showed that there's a lot of people that love Auburn baseball, want to follow Auburn baseball and, um, are really excited about the season um, that's been going on so far and, um, know that they can obviously beat the number one team in the country. So that was a, it's a huge deal and it was a huge weekend. All right, Kevin, let's go ahead and put something to rest. That's all out there on social media. I know from being on the top of the deck with you guys how y'all police, because the last time I was up there, some rowdy Auburn fans came up and were yelling some obscenities that the uh, security uh, squashed pretty quick. There's stuff on social media saying that there was racial things being yelled out at LSU players and it caused maybe some fights over there down near the fence <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Uh, put that to rest. I mean, what, what the right, hell is going on out there? It's actually a pretty funny story, ultimately. So, um Basically what happened, long and short, I'll try to keep it as brief as I can. There was a gentleman inside of the stadium. Um, There's a younger gentleman inside of the stadium that was um, intoxicated. And there were a lot of people there that were intoxicated. Um, and he was doing, he was an LSU fan, and he was doing the LSU chant, you know, the LSU, LSU. Um, and he was getting heckled by some, uh, by some other fans. And they got into it back and forth. Okay? And so the, they got into it with some Auburn fans. Um, and the gentleman that was inside the stadium was escorted out. And the guy on social media that posted something, this uh, Twitter account called Crying Belly or whatever, is the one that really kind of started it and said that there were racial slurs that were being thrown out and, th- and that him and his boy were being yelled at. And he specifically said that he knew the guy that got thrown out. And here's where it gets kind of funny. So that happened Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, we're at the top of the deck. We're watching. We see the normal event staff folks, Allie and... Um, and teachers that are there, and they're talking to some of the folks that are normally sitting behind the terrace, and they're, they're, you can see they're kind of animated. Um, and I'm up at the top of the deck, and I hear a guy next to me talking about how he was thrown out last night. And I go, um, you know, you're famous on social media. Like, everybody's going crazy. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, there's videos, there's pictures. You know, they said that there's, um, you know, that some um, – the racial slurs were thrown out, and so there's an investigation going on right now. I guarantee you that's what's happening. Um, like, they're going to look into it. Does Auburn take that stuff very seriously? And he was completely surprised because uh, I had we to show him a picture of him, you know, being escorted out. And so he had no clue. Um, and so I asked, I kind of talked to him, like, hey, what, what happened? And I asked about the racial stuff. He said, no, that didn't happen. He said he was drunk. Like, going into the game, he was already drunk and got into it. Um, and so at that point, like the Jerry, um, one of the main event staff guys, like came up. I introduced both of them, um, and then a representative from Auburn came up and talked to him. Um, and so it was investigated, 
And honestly, if you want my honest opinion of what happened is um, the guy that started all on Twitter, it did not involve him at all. He just had a bad experience and basically made something up. But the university takes it very, very seriously um, and definitely investigated and did their due diligence and is probably still doing their due diligence on everything. But, yeah, like you mentioned, I'm like, we believe it very seriously up there. Um, and anything that's said that gets kind of that is super cringeworthy or just unacceptable, it, it may come out once, uh, but it gets squashed pretty quickly. But it very it doesn't happen, especially stuff like that. And we take yeah. it very, very seriously um, because we also know that, and I think everybody knows who would heckle, you got kids around you and stuff. And, and Auburn really kind of prides itself on being welcoming. And that's going to go into it. It's like you can't really – that's well, it's not something you can, can say to begin with, or you should say to begin with. Um, and I think that's also why you saw the university be very swift about, like, yeah, we're not just going to say this is just some random dude on the Internet saying something not believing them. They did their due diligence. They're, they're, they did investigate. And they talked to probably more people than I even realized that they've talked to. So, yeah. But the guy that got thrown out was up at the deck on Sunday for a little bit um, and was actually surprised that it had kind of blown up as much. I guess it went to Skybar the night. Uh, after the game, after he got thrown out, it was still having a good weekend. But yeah, that's that's what it was, and yeah. it's just kind of a um, some ridiculousness. And you you kind of see the guy, the Twitter account that kind of started it all. He went back and deleted a lot of his stuff associating him with the guy, um, but still kind of holding firm about how he had a bad time and the heckling and stuff. But I, I don't know. That's at, at this point, it's it 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 is what it is. He just didn't have a good time, and um, I think. Him deleting his tweets previously um, and backing off of actually being associated with the actual guy that got thrown out. Um, I think that kind of tells you all you need to know about the validity of a lot of the stuff that he said. Yeah. Well, like I said, I saw him say something about Auburn, you need to control your parking lot people. I'm like, wait a minute, those are my people. It's like, well, and that, I know and that, I know that wasn't too. going on up there with y'all. Yeah, and that was the other thing, too. He mentioned about, you know, that folks are sitting in the, that they're heckling and being obnoxious and they're sitting in the free seats and harassing people that have paid tickets, and I I will tell you right in, I have season tickets, and the majority of people that watch from the deck um, and, and, and behind the terrace level have season tickets. What we do and what I do a lot of times is I give those tickets away. Um, I'm still going to go to the game and watch where I'm going to watch the game from, and if I know for a fact I'm not going to physically go into the game, I always try to give my ticket away to somebody so that they can experience Auburn baseball themselves inside of the stadium. Um, and so it's not a situation where we're sitting in three seats or anything. That's just where we enjoy watching the game. And that's just where, like, we still support Auburn baseball and buy season. I've got a season ticket holder license plate on my car and everything and member of the Diamond Club and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you think people are out there and it's all like three seats and they're just being bums out there. But no, like, the folks that are there, the majority of games, <coughs> excuse me, majority of games, all have season tickets. Yeah. And they just share them with other people. Um, and that's just part of the deal. It's part of the love that they have for Auburn baseball and wanting to share that experience with folks. Yeah. Well, now that we've put that to bed, getting into kind of some nuts and bolts of things, uh, looking at this series against LSU, Kevin, goodness gracious, how good was Auburn's pitching this weekend? I think that was the biggest surprise. And it honestly kind of starts, too, on that Friday. You know, Auburn shifted its rotation a bit, and they moved Tommy Vale, um, who, was the, who had been the Friday guy, to Saturday. Um, but even if you look at that loss, we, we started Chase Alston and had kind of a rough start. Hit the first batter and then gave up a two home run. Gave up a two run home run to the next batter. But then LSU doesn't score another run the rest of the game. Auburn doesn't score any runs that game, and so that doesn't really help. But 
from that game on, you kind of felt that Auburn was has figured something out pitching wise. And from that performance, even in a loss on Friday, the Vale's performance on Saturday, um, and then having Will Cannon like really close it out and, and go a really extended group, a uh, really extended outing to get that first win, a huge win on that Saturday game. And then Sunday was just incredible to begin with because Sunday Auburn had a big lead. And sometimes when you have a big lead, you kind of loosen up a bit, and maybe that's a recipe for another team to kind of creep back in. But between Herbert Holt and Drew Nelson on Sunday completely shutting the door, um, that was great. And Auburn, I think, they pitched well. They pitched well with a lot of their bullpen pieces, knowing where to fit them and who was going to give them the best opportunity at the right time. And so you got saw a lot of guys contribute, um, especially on that um, Saturday game, and even in the Friday game to help to hold it where it was, um, and it you know Auburn of course is going to get turn a lot of heads because they run ruled LSU on um, on Sunday. But the fact that the Auburn pitching staff held LSU to as few runs as it did throughout the entire weekend is something you definitely have to hang your head on because LSU is a team that that really makes you pay for mistakes. And because they didn't have a, a big offensive weekend, that kind of shows you that Auburn didn't make a lot of mistakes. Pitching wise, um, and they didn't want to make a lot of mistakes on the mound because LSU wasn't able to capitalize them. Kevin, let's look ahead a little bit. You've taken four out of six from two of the best teams in the country. Uh, what does that do for postseason play? Well, it makes it, you know we, we've talked a couple weeks for a couple weeks that you really you really still want to get to that fourteen win mark to just go to a regional. Um, and it now you know now Auburn has six games left. Um, and really just needs to win three of them. So they need to take one of these next two series uh, just to kind of get to those 14 wins and really feel comfortable with just going to a regional. Now, and, and good and bad, you can kind of sneak into a little bit and maybe sneak into a host discussion, but it's going to take a lot of work, and it's going to take sweeps at that point. So I think the graphic came up during some of the broadcasts about Auburn maybe you know working its way into a host discussion. The only way that happens is if you sweep Ole Miss and sweep Missouri. Um, and so, to my, in my mind, if that happens, that happens. But the focus has to be on this weekend and taking that series from Ole Miss. Because you take that series from Ole Miss, then, and if you sweep that series from Ole Miss, then you really set yourself up to have a huge final week of the season and a final push heading into the SEC tournament. Um, but you have to look at the teams that Auburn is playing next. We're playing Missouri and Ole Miss. And you have to hope that Auburn is not kind of drinking their own Kool-Aid, and they just took a series of the number two and number one team, and then they fall backwards a bit. You still have to be focused because, I mean, this weekend can show you that any team could beat any team. Um, you know, Alabama took a series from Vanderbilt. Um, Kentucky swept South Carolina. And so, especially playing on the road this weekend, it's going to be tough, and it's always going to be tough. Um, and so you just got to take it kind of one weekend at a time and do that. But ultimately for, like, Regional and postseason, you've, you've got to feel pretty good and confident, but you just can't really rest and expect things to happen. You have to make them happen. And, yeah, that kind of went into my next question there, Kevin, because it, I feel like it's it's to some degree human nature to think, well, we've just beaten the, the, the top, two country, or top two teams in the country, arguably, in back-to-back weeks. It doesn't get better in the regular season than this. Oh, look, here comes Ole Miss, who's in danger of not even making – the SEC tournament, uh, how difficult is it going to be for Auburn to kind of ward off some of that 
uh, just kind of human nature to maybe not be as excited about this opponent or to maybe even fight off the sense that they're, since they're just flat out better than this team, that just because they succeeded the last couple weeks, they're going to walk in there and, and do what they want to do. I think they'll be in a good mental space for it. I mean, it's going to be a tough series to begin with because, um, you know, it's going to be another one of those Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. And so you've got kind of a short week to begin with. You have a really dangerous offense in Ole Miss. Um, even though they've struggled to win games, they still have the offense. I mean, they put up 20-something runs against Missouri this past weekend um, in one game. And it's going to be tough. You know, the, the Swayze Field is a really tough place to play. They, they're still the defending national champions, um, and they still have everything that's, that's going to go along with that. Um, and they still have the talent on their team. So it, it's, I think Ole Miss will be kind of rowdy, and they'll be, you know, as um, enthusiastic about baseball. Win or lose, um, they will be. Um, so it'll be kind of tough. I mean, it, winning on the road in the SEC is hard just to begin with. And you saw that this past weekend. Like, the only team that won a series on the road was Arkansas sweeping Mississippi State. Every other road team lost. Um, and those included some pretty big upsets, um, including, like, Georgia taking the series from Tennessee and, um, like I mentioned, the Vanderbilt-Alabama game. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. And I think it's as long as you kind of focus on what's ahead and not what could be ahead, you're going to be okay. Talking to Kevin Ives here today on Sports Call. Last question or two for Kevin. And when we think about how this team operated against such a, a good lineup in LSU, a couple guys that are just amongst the best players in college baseball. You did, did mention Ole Miss, 20 runs on a Sunday game, had a kid hit four home runs in one game. I mean, I guess, it, the, do we expect some higher scoring games this weekend with Ole Miss? And then also, uh, just with the pitching staff, you know, it was an interesting move to have Vale on Saturday night, Herbert Holtz on Sunday, and I think a lot of that was due to the atmosphere they wanted to create on Saturday. But do you think we'll see Vale move back to that first night of the of the series, or do you think they'll they'll continue to do it the way they did it this past weekend? I think they'll continue to do it the way they they did it this past weekend because, and the only reason I really kind of say that is because you you got to you got to think if this is going to be a Thursday Friday Saturday series next week is Thursday Friday Saturday series. And then you've got the SEC tournament where you really need to win that first game. Um, but it's probably going to start on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. So you take it this weekend, you keep Vail, to me, you keep Vail on Friday. And Chase has been pitching. I think Chase pitched really well on Friday. And I think he's shown that he is improving and he's, he's making strides. And he's got the stuff to kind of do that. And so you just give him that chance to turn the corner. And then you've kind of set yourself up as, you know, you put him on Thursdays. And now you've got Vail on, on the kind of that linchpin game and that Friday, um, and it'll work out. So I, I like it. I like the rotation, how it was set up this past weekend. Yeah, it was, part of it was because of the game on Saturday. And part of it, I think, was because on Friday, you know, you're facing always SC pitcher of the week and Paul Skynes, um, at 15 strikeouts. Um, you kind of, you wanted to give yourself the best opportunity to win the series. Um, and that's what you did. And the, the same situation is still going to happen this weekend at Ole Miss. Um, so I don't think you jumble anything too much because it obviously I think it worked this weekend. So keep it how it was um, and just let that kind of flow into the SEC tournament. He's Kevin Ives at AUPPL on Twitter, Plainsman Parking Lot. Kevin, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. We certainly enjoyed these conversations a lot more the last couple of weeks with all this good yeah. Auburn baseball play, and we hope it continues. But we, again, appreciate your time and, and hope to talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you, guys.